With Hashem's unending love, you're listening to the 20th edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. In the previous lesson, so we learned the idea that each person, each individual is part of a greater whole, and both in the individual and in the whole. So it's possible, many different possibilities, many different levels of each, but the possibilities are that the, that the individual or the whole can be completely good, can be completely bad, or varying degrees of either good or bad contained within the same individual or the same whole. So now the Ramchal explains something which is so fundamental. It, re- it really forms the backbone of the Jewish understanding of why do good things happen to bad people and why do bad things happen to good people. Why is it that you could see someone who is a very righteous person, a tzaddik, yisayr oilam, unbelievable. Nevertheless, he could suffer with a very difficult disease. And there are people like Reb Tzvi Finkel, great, tremendous tzaddik Rosh Yeshiva, the leader of the yeshiva of Mir, one of the biggest yeshivas in, in the world, if not the biggest yeshiva in the world in Jerusalem. And he's been suffering for many years from Parkinson's. Why is it that a person like that, how do we understand? The Torah gives us an explanation for how we can understand that someone undergoes tremendous tribulations, tremendous difficulties, despite the fact that they can be a tremendously righteous individual. How do we understand that? So, among other ideas, I mean, there is a Kabbalistic idea called Gilgul, which means reincarnation. And from that perspective, so many times a person is placed back in this world in order to rectify some other sins that he did, perhaps, in a previous life, or to fulfill commandments that he wasn't able to fulfill in that previous life. So he'll be placed back in this world, and sometimes he'll have to undergo difficulties in this world because of something that he did in a previous life. And of course, even though we don't, per se, remember that which happened in the previous life, nevertheless, our soul, of course, does remember because everything is etched into our souls. And if we could somehow access our soul properly and the information that our soul has, so then we would be able to understand how righteous Hashem is, how wonderful that God is, that He gives us the opportunity to fix the things that we've messed up in previous lives, undergoing difficulty in, in our, pre- our present lives. That's the concept of Gilgal. That's not exactly what he talks about here. What he talks about here is that because of the fact that each and every individual, so they have the ability, let's talk on an individual level first, since each individual has the ability to be completely good or completely bad, but what are the in-betweens? So he also has the ability to be mostly good or to even be mostly bad. I mean, you could have an individual, let's say, who's a very big tzaddik, a very righteous person. However, there are certain things he has a failing. He always gives in to a certain yitzhahara, a certain evil inclination, and that's his failing. So or on the, other, on the other side of the spectrum, you could have a rasha, a person who's completely evil. Nevertheless, in a certain respect, let's say, he's a very big, very careful about whenever someone who's poor comes over to him, he always gives him a little bit of tzedakah. So even though he's always yelling at his wife, and even though he's killing people, he's a murderer, and maybe he's even somebody who's cheating with other people's wives, I don't know what, so think of the most horrible person, but nevertheless, there's one mitzvah that he does, he's always careful about, he always gives tzedakah. There was a certain Jewish mob boss, famous person involved with a mob many, many, many years ago, and he was careful, he was a murderer, but he would never murder on Shabbos couldn't bring himself to kill somebody on Shabbos. That I won't do. So what does Hashem do with such a person? So the Ramchal explains that there are two different places where a person can receive reward and a person can receive punishment. Those two places are this world, the current physical world that we exist in, this plane, this physical plane. And the second place that we can receive reward or punishment is in the spiritual realm. And depending on what our main focus in life was, depending on what the main focus of our actions was, 
whether they were good or evil, will determine where our reward or our punishment will be. Here's how it works. If a person is completely righteous, so obviously he's rewarded in the next world, he's perfect, and in this world as well, he doesn't need to undergo any kind of difficulty. Let's say a person is very righteous, but he has certain failings. So he gets all of his reward in the next world. And Hashem wants his reward to be pure, he doesn't want it to be mixed with any kind of negativity. So where does that person get his punishment? So since his main focus in life was doing good, and the evil was only a small portion, it was not so significant, so therefore the evil is punished in this world. That's why a righteous person can undergo difficulty in this world, some righteous people. We never know, though, of course, all the cheshbonos, all the calculations of Hashem. But it's possible for a person who's completely righteous to undergo difficulty in this world, because this way he undergoes the difficulty in this world, and when he gets up to Shemaim, he gets up to heaven, to the spiritual realm, he doesn't have to go, undergo any kind of difficulty there. And the opposite is also true. If a person is a rush, an evil person mostly, and he has some good acts, so Hashem saves all of his punishment for the next world, and all of his good acts are rewarded in this world.